0: don't hesitate. I used it. You should go over here and start using it now. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand. And even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech.
1: Today's story, this episode's story will be on Airbnb. Airbnb.
2: Airbnb, man. Amazing story.
1: Phenomenal so yeah. Phenomenal story. So I'll start it off. In 2007, right? Joe, Gabby? Gabia Gabia, Yeah. And Brian? Chesky. Chesky. They were both 27 at the time. Yeah. Right? And they lived in San Francisco. If anybody's not familiar, San Francisco, I believe, is the most expensive place to live in America. Highest real estate. I'm pretty sure. Maybe. I'm pretty sure. Outside that. of Manhattan Island. No, I think it's more expensive more than, than that. Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. So, they were struggling to pay rent, right? You know, 27-year-olds, stretched out of college, yeah. you know, struggling. So, they, they, they lived together. They have like a two-bedroom apartment, I assume. And it was a big conference coming up in the city, a design conference. Yeah. Right? So, they,
2: they both come from the Rhode Island School of Design. So, there was a design conference coming and they were planning on attending.
1: Yeah. So, all the hotels in the city were booked. Because if anybody's familiar with San Francisco, San Francisco is a very small city. That's why the real estate is so expensive in San Francisco, because it's very small. Obviously, you have Silicon Valley nearby and the tech industry. So it's a, it's a couple of different things that makes San Francisco so expensive. It's very small, and you're surrounded by the tech industry, which billionaires all around. So land is, is very scarce. So all the hotels in the city were booked, right? So they have the bright idea to rent out their living room. For People that are looking for hotels, they know people are coming into the city and they're, they're not going to have anywhere to stay.
2: Yeah, I think Joe sends an email to Brian, like, Hey, I have this idea, and he shows it at a lot of his press conferences. I have this idea, yeah, you know what? There's no more city, there's no more hotels in the city, there's no more rooms. We got something. So, they want to put three air beds in their living room on the floor, and they are going to cook their guest breakfast, All right? So, we're going to rent the space, we have some space in the living room, three air mattresses. Um, not only are we are going to let people rent that, but like you said, we're going to make breakfast for them.
1: So the next day, they launched a website. The website is called airbedandbreakfast.com because they give you an airbed
2: <laughs> yeah, and
1: breakfast because they're going to make you breakfast. Airbedandbreakfast.com. Keep it simple. Hence the name Airbnb. But at first, it was called airbedandbreakfast.com, right? So from there, they... A few weeks later, they actually get three people to come. Yeah. And I think they charge them $80 a night. $80 a person. $80 a, per person per yeah. night. Yeah. Right? And it worked out for them. Yeah. And then next year is when they really take off because now they have an idea. They have a business model. They have a
2: website. But before they get to the next year, like they're broke. Oh, they're dead broke. <laughs> they're broke. So like that conference came and it left. Yeah, it's $80. And they still couldn't pay the rent. So what they did is they took out as many credit cards as they could. And he tells a story where he has, well, he, remember, you he used to have trading cards and you slid them in. He had a trading card book, but it was just credit cards. And I think they accumulated like $15,000 in credit card debt each just to pay. They couldn't take out any more cash advances on their credit card.
1: Cash advances. Yeah. Powerful tool, very dangerous tool.
2: <laughs> we got no. some stories on
1: that. Yes. Yeah. That's a different story. Yeah. Okay. So next year, 2008, there's a senator. That is, the talk of politics, his name is Barack Obama, right? Mm -hmm. So, he's running for president the first time, obviously, and there's the Democratic National Convention, which is held in Denver, Colorado. Mm -hmm. So, they gear up for the Democratic National Convention. Yeah, they got another idea. So, they're saying, okay, this is a perfect, I think 80,000 people were going to come into Denver... And there's not going to be enough hotels, very similar to what they did in San Francisco. But yeah. now they want to scale it. Yeah. So they want to recruit other people to rent their apartments, re- yeah. rent their homes, and then they get a portion of that and they'll broker it for them. And
2: Yeah, the idea was like, we're going to find Obama supporters in Denver to open up their homes for other Obama supporters. I
1: think it had 800 listings they were able to find. Yeah, they found
2: some people. 800 homes. And it was great. They made some money.
1: They made a, they made a little bit of money.
2: Yeah, some money. Yeah, not enough. No, not enough. Yeah. So they they still, even after the convention, they're still broke. No, no.
1: Before the convention is over. Before the convention is over, leading up to it, they have 800 homes and apartments that they were able to get people to rent, but they still didn't really make any money. Yeah. Right? I don't know why. I guess it just wasn't profitable for whatever reasons. So now they go to the convention and they have the bright idea as a marketing tool. And they didn't really do this to make money. They did this as a marketing tool to make cereal. Limited boxes of cereal. They have yeah. the Obama O's and the Captain McCain cereal.
2: Yeah, so the the it ties into what they do, right? We're going to give you the the room and how are we going to make breakfast now for you? Because the original thing was like, you get the room and we'll provide breakfast. Yeah, but this
1: was, this was more of a PR stunt. Yeah, no,
2: but so he says it in, in, in some of his uh, speeches. He's like, look, we had to figure out how we're going to scale breakfast. So are we going to put eggs and ship it to people? No, we're going to make cereal. So what they did, like I think uh, Joe Geppi Gabia does is he goes to like the cheapest places he can find cereal. So he goes to like dollar stores and buys cereal. And they press up these pictures. Like They go to an architect like, hey, we need you to draw this picture. So they have Obama and they have McCain on the cereal box and they make it limited edition.
1: Limited edition. Yeah,
2: and each box has like the number. So if you bought one, you know that you have four out of 500 because I think they only did 1,000 boxes.
1: Was, I think it was 800.
2: No, 1,000 boxes. Each Each candidate got 500 boxes. So they put like Uh, Like 4 out of 200 or 5 out of 200. So everybody had a limited number on their box. Okay. The brilliant thing is that we know boxes of cereal cost like what $4 at the most. Sometimes a little bit more if it's super size. They charge $40 for the box. And
1: they made $30,000. So they made $30,000 off cereal. And that was enough to propel them next year going forward. Yeah. Where they finally got the business off the ground and off and running, and then they were able to get a substantial amount of money from an angel investor. Mm-hmm. Some seed money. Some seed money. Mm-hmm. Then in 2011, they get even more money from Ashton Kushner. Yeah. Legend. <laughs> people don't. He's made people, some brilliant moves. People don't even remember him.
2: Punk. Was it Punk? Was that the show? Punk. I think that's what. Oh no! That the '70s show first. The '70s punk.
1: show punked. He had this movie called The Butterfly Effect. I was just yeah. That was, that was a decent movie. And then he married um, Demi Moore, right? Yeah. He was married to Demi Moore,
2: and now he's married to Mila Kunis. Okay. Yeah,
1: Ashton Kutcher. Not to get off topic here, but the guy is a genius, right?
2: Makes some really good movies. He's yeah.
1: angel investor. He's a Hollywood A-list celebrity who. At the peak of his career, decides to switch his focus and become an investor in tech companies. Mm -hmm. Some of the companies that he invested in early, Spotify, Airbnb, Uber, Twitter. And now Ripple. Yes. Cryptocurrency, Ripple. So Ashton Cusher comes in in 2011, Mm -hmm. gives him money. And then they skyrocket, Mm -hmm. skyrocket.
2: Right. it gives them money to hire more staffing. They go more from staffing. the United States to now Europe. Offices become global.
1: Global. Their current valuation is thirty-eight billion dollars.
2: <laughs> wow, yeah, I think so. They're both um, founders. It's three ash three founders. Um, they're each worth four billion dollars. Yes. Four billion. They're under forty years old.
1: Yep. Thirty eight billion dollar valuation. The reason why I like this story is because it highlights you got if you are an entrepreneur, you have to do whatever you have to do. You have to hustle at all costs, Mm -hmm. right? So they start with an idea to put air mattresses in their living room and and to make
2: people breakfast. Yeah, nobody believed in them. Like they they took this to Silicon Valley, had twenty investors. No, it's laughable. If you if you take now, if you think about it, right, you're putting three air mattresses
1: in your living room. And you're going to make people breakfast and you're going to name the company air bed and breakfast.
2: Yeah, they said they laughed at they that. That's not a joke. They laughed at them and they said this is never going to work. They had 20 investors. Ten of them didn't respond to their emails. Five of them met with them and the other five sat down and had a 10 minute conversation. All of them said no. None of them believed in it.
1: And then, all right, nobody believed in it. And then when all else fails... They realize that they have to go to plan
2: B and they sell cereal. Yeah. And that's what gets them the money from the seed investors. They're like, if you can sell cereal to people at $4 a box, you must be on to something. If one
1: hustle isn't working, you got to <laughs> switch it.
2: <laughs> right. They, he said that his mom would call him like, wait, I thought you guys were uh, a chain of like hotel services. Like you're selling cereal now? You're a food company now? It's like whatever we have to do whatever, to get this money.
1: Whatever by any means necessary. Yeah,
2: But it, it, it didn't, like I said, it didn't work at first. And they had to go to the drawing board. And one of the things they said, um, they they met an investor and he was like, go meet your people. And what that really meant was like, why isn't it working? And they found out that when they went to some of the places that they were listing, they realized that the people weren't taking great pictures. It wasn't displaying the homes like they should. So they said they went to New York and they went to uh, Manhattan and Brooklyn and they went to each listing and said, look, here's a camera I want you to use when you take these pictures. And from that moment,
1: And it's important, too, because, you know, when we say, all right, we give you guys these case studies. So when you go to, like, business school, Harvard, yeah, whatever, top business school, Warden, they go through case studies, right? And it's it's entertaining stories, but it's more so it's education, right? We're not just giving you these case studies just to entertain you. Hopefully, you can learn something from it and implement it in your business, whether you sell T-shirts, whether you're a barber, whatever. You can learn from other people's success stories and figure out a way how you can... Copy what they have done, mm-hmm. right? There's nothing wrong with and that. I spoke about
2: that one. Duplicate about what they have
1: done or yeah. inspire you or gain some type of insight. So I just want to leave that because, you know, we give a lot of these stories and they are entertaining, but it's not just a bedtime story. Like yeah. it's for actual action, like to take action, to, to leave some inspiration. So hopefully that story to me, at the very least, is a very yeah. inspirational story for a few different reasons. But I just feel that stories like that really, you know, Give you the push to keep going because it's not going to be easy in any type of
2: business that you do. Two thousand seven, nobody believes in them. Two thousand sixteen, they become the official sponsor of the Summer Olympics. Like this brand that nobody believed in. So, like that—that's to tell you, like, just be persistent. From thirty, believing yourself, from broke
1: to thirty thousand in cereals to thirty-eight billion valuation in ten years.
2: And anybody can do that. Yes. Yeah. Anybody can be a host. So it's like if you have space, like it's it's
1: it's it's disruptive idea. They disrupted the hotel industry, which was the same for 100 years. So if you want to find the next big thing, see what hasn't been changed in the last 100 years and find a way to disrupt that. And look across,
2: look across like the people around you might be able to help you. Yep. Right. That's another that's another good lesson. he, He reached out to his friend who was from the same design school. He reached out to another friend that was a web developer. That's how they got the site up. And then the, the, the person who gives them the seed money actually came from, came from the Rhode Island School of Design. He was like, wait, let me at least have a meeting with these guys, since they came from our school. And that's how it starts, man, reach, reach across. <music>